Today is September 16th, 2023. This is Read Through the New Testament. And again, guys, you get me alone. I'm still trying to stay away from Mrs. Brandon, who has a bridal shower today uh, for our daughter, Hannah. And we just want to make sure that she is all healthy so that she can get to that. We'll talk to you at class on Tuesday about how the bridal shower went. Um, I, I hope it went well. That's in the future for me. So anyway, we're going to read Matthew chapter 11 and Acts chapter 12. Matthew 11 is a great passage speaking about John the Baptist and how great he was. And uh, then Jesus is going to pour out just uh, a, a message of condemnation to the cities that didn't believe in him, um, saying some very difficult things about their condemnation. And then he offers at the end of this chapter one of the most wonderful reaching dear invitations come to me all who are weary and heavy laden and I will give you rest Matthew chapter 11 when Jesus had finished instructing his 12 disciples that is from chapter 10 and sending them out he went on from there to teach and preach in their cities now when John heard in prison about the deeds of the Christ he sent word by his disciple and he said to him are you the one who is to come or shall we look for another And Jesus answered him, Go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind receive their sight, and the lame walk. Lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear, and the dead are raised, and the poor have good news preached to them. And blessed is the one who's not offended by me. In other words, John's in prison. He's got doubts. He's saying, Jesus, are you the one? And Jesus doesn't say yes. Rather, he quotes from Isaiah 35 about the characteristics of the Messiah. And he let John then figure it out for himself. Verse 7, as they went away, Jesus began to speak to the crowds concerning John. What did you go out to the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind? What then did you go out to see? A man dressed in soft clothing? Behold, those who wear soft clothing are in king's houses. But then did you, what then did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is he of whom it is written, and here it is, fulfilling the Old Testament again, from, uh, Isaiah 40 and from Malachi chapter 3, Behold, I send my messenger before your face who will prepare your way before you. That's what John the Baptist did. He prepared the way before Jesus. Truly I say to you, among those born of women, there has arisen no one greater than John the Baptist. Yet the one who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has suffered violence, and the violence take it by force. For all the prophets in the law prophesied until John, and if you're willing to accept it, he is Elijah who is to come. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. But to what shall I compare this generation? It is like children sitting in the marketplaces and calling to their playmates. We played the flute for you, and you did not dance. We sang a dirge, and you did not mourn. For John came, neither eating nor drinking, and they said, He has a demon. And the Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they said, Look at him, a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Yet wisdom is justified by her deeds. Then he began to denounce the cities where most of his mighty works had been done because they did not repent. Woe to you, Chorazin, and woe to you, Bethsaida. For if the mighty works done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. But I tell you, it will be more bearable on the day of judgment for Tyre and Sidon than for you. And you, Capernaum, will you be exalted to heaven? 
Will you be brought down to Hades? For if the mighty works done in you had been done in Sodom, it would have remained until this day. But I tell you that it will be more tolerable on the day of judgment for the land of Sodom than for you. Harsh words. And Chorazin, Bethsaida, and Capernaum are three cities on the northern part of the Sea of Galilee. If you open your Bible and look in the back and find the maps, um, you can find them there. And that's where Jesus did most of his ministry. And the people were hard. And he said, it's going to be worse for you than for Sodom and Gomorrah, which God destroyed with, with fire and brimstone. And here comes that invitation I was talking about. Verse 25. At that time, Jesus declared, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and understanding and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for such is your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And if we have any burden for you all in the read through the New Testament class, it's this, that you would go to Jesus and, and you would find rest in him. He says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. He's not heavy demanding everything. He, he gives you everything that you need. He grants you forgiveness and then gives you grace and gives you strength. So run to him. Okay, let's, let's go to Acts chapter 12. Now, th- this is a, a, a great chapter which begins and ends with King Herod. It uh, begins with him killing an apostle and it ends with him dying. And I'm not going to tell you how he dies um, because it's kind of gross, but I will let the, the Bible tell you how he dies. And then in the middle of this, we're going to see Peter uh, released uh, by an angel from prison. And people were praying for his release, but they didn't believe. Even when he's knocking on their door saying, I'm here, they didn't believe that he had been escaped from prison. They thought he was going to die the next day. Um, but it just shows how even we can pray for things, they're answered, and we don't even see the answer to prayer. This is a great chapter. Talking about persecution, talking about God's vengeance, talking about miraculous rescues. Chapter 12, verse 1. At about that time, Herod the king laid violent hands on some who belonged to the church. He killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. And when he saw that it pleased the Jews, he proceeded to arrest Peter also. So he arrested Peter probably to kill him as well because the Jews were satisfied with that. Verse 3 continues, This was during the days of unleavened bread. And when he'd seized him, he put him in prison, delivering over to the four squads of soldiers to guard him, intending after the Passover to bring him out to the people and probably kill him, much like Pilate had uh, Jesus killed. So Peter was kept in prison, but earnest prayer for him was made to God by the church. Love that. Earnest prayer. And if your friend was in prison, going to be brought out the next day to be killed, I think you would be praying as well. Now, when Herod was about to bring him out, on that very night, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers bound with two chains and sentries before the door were guarding the prison. In other words, it was secure. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood next to him and a light shone in the cell He struck Peter on the side and woke him, saying, Get up quickly. And the chains fell off his hands. And the angel said to him, Dress yourself and put on your sandals. And he did so. And he said to him, Wrap your cloak around you and follow me. And he went out and followed him. He did not know what was being done by the angel was real, but he thought he was seeing a vision. When they had passed the first and second guard, 
They came to the iron gate leading into the city. It opened for them of its own accord. And they went out and went along one street, and immediately the angel left them. And when Peter came to himself, he said, Now I am sure that the Lord has sent this angel and rescued me from the hand of Herod and from all of the Jewish people, from all that the Jewish people were expecting. And when he realized this, he went to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose other name was Mark. Mark, by the way, here wrote uh, the Gospel of Mark, probably, where many were gathered together and were praying. And when he knocked at the door of the gateway, a servant girl named Rhoda came to answer, recognizing Peter's voice in her joy. She did not open the gate, but ran in and reported that Peter was standing at the gate. They said, you're out of your mind, right? Because they thought he was in jail. Um, they were praying for him. But she kept insisting it was so, and they kept saying, no, it is his angel. But Peter continued knocking, and when they opened, they saw him and were amazed. But motioning to them with his hand to be silent, shh, he described to them how the Lord had brought him out of the prison, and he said, tell these things to James and to the brothers. Then he departed and went to another place. Now when day came, there was no little disturbance among the soldiers over what had become of Peter. And after Herod searched for him and did not find him, he examined the sentries and ordered that they should be put to death. Then he went down from Judea to Caesarea and spent some time there. It's significant that, that if the jailers lost a prison, lost a prisoner, they would die. Uh, in fact, we're going to see that in Acts chapter 16 when the Philippian jailer um, lost the prisoners, um, Paul and Silas, and assumed he lost them. He was ready to kill himself because he'd rather kill himself than be killed by the government. Um, but that's what's significant there. But then anyway, now we come back to Herod and we see what happens to Herod. And here comes the gross part. Now, Herod was angry with the people of Tyre and Sidon, and they came to him with one accord. And having persuaded Blastus, the king's chamberlain, they asked for peace because their country depended on the king's country for food. On appointed day, Herod put on his royal robes, took his seat on the throne, and delivered an oration to them. And the people were shouting, The voice of a god and not of a man! And immediately an angel of the Lord struck him down because he did not give God the glory, and he was eaten by worms and breathed his last. There's the disgusting part. Eaten by worms. But the word of the Lord increased and multiplied. And Barnabas and Saul returned from Jerusalem when they had completed their service, bringing with them John, whose other name was Mark. Well, that's the end of reading for this week, and we will see you all in class on Tuesday.